So yeah, I guess I guess welcome to the Wormtopia and not the Wormtopia podcast. My bad, the Lakeith Stanfield Archive podcast, where we go into Lakeith Stanfield's Instagram, we talk about every single post every week. Every he knows what the post. people want. He knows what the people <laughs> want. Sometimes it's a bear costume. Like sometimes it's a it's Black Jesus. <laughs> uh, remember when you just posted pictures of straight up like lynchings with like no yeah, context yeah. and like no context like, like he posted them I remember and I was that. like I was like this is like a cool like political and artistic statement but maybe this isn't the right way to do it yeah, maybe your Instagram isn't the right place to put it it was like save the green planet too we're just was that the one we're just had like the graphic imagery at the end yeah yeah, so, yeah 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 it was a bit of a shock but yeah so sorry my bad this that's my other podcast this is the one podcast sometimes i get them mixed up sometimes i get them mixed up and so essentially we every week we go um each of us recommends a movie sometimes we have a guest they recommend a movie as well and then we all go watch them and then we talk about them at the end of the week so i'm callum (laughs) no i'm a menu i'm a menu uh luca luca say hi Hello. I'm Nara, say hi. Hi, I'm Callum. And heir to the British throne, Callum, say hi. <laughs> I'll take that. It's me. Hello, it's Callum. So, yeah. Heir to the British throne is a really good one. We have two Callums in this episode. <laughs> it's crazy. We have three. We have three. <laughs> when I said Callum, I didn't even plan that. That was a genuine mistake. <laughs> I just thought your name was mine for a second. Yeah. Emmanuel was just so overwhelmed by the she- sheer power of Lakeith Stanfield. Mm-hmm. He's like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. So, so, does everybody everybody it... wants to list off their movies for the week? There's an ant in my room. Was it the bug that I just like hit this off is, my shoulder? This is the bug. We're doing the bug movie movie episode, guys. All the movies are bugs. This no, you remember that movie called Bugs? A Bug's Life. Yeah, yeah, bugs. Oh no, the other one's called ants. Ants, ants yeah. yeah ants. ants and bugs life with a Z, ants with a Z, and it's like Woody Allen. So Woody it's cool Allen plays this like badass ant who like gets his Sharon Stone. Isn't it about? Isn't it about communism? We we I'm watched that movie in civics and careers last year. You did <laughs> for school. We watched ants and had to do a project on it. That's so, so that, funny. That, that's your movie this week, Callum. Shout out that's our civics and careers teacher. I'm playing his name. Like it's a bad idea. Who is it? Do you want me to just cut it out? <laughs> no, just dox him. Do it. Just dox him. What's his address? Uh, Mr. B- Redacted. Mr. Redacted. Oh yeah, Mr. Redacted. I had Mr. Redacted. Shit. Mr. Redacted. Tell you about how like he was out of school and some kid set his car on fire. Yeah, he showed up. Yeah, he did. I love this is the Mr. Redacted. podcast. We go into Mr. Mr. This week we're talking about his car fire situation, and next week we're going to be talking about paintball. And after that, we're talking about his child that he has. Yeah, those are the three life. most important events in his life. <laughs> I, I don't know if we have to cut this out or not. Do we no, just we're not cutting this out. This is, is the podcast. Is paintball an event? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a life okay. enough situation. <laughs> Sam. All right, list off your movies. Everybody list off your movies. <laughs> this, is, this is the best part we've ever had. Wait, I don't, I don't have a movie. Luca was literally just like, be on this app. And I was like, your yeah. Movie, your movie's Repo Man. Just say your okay. movie's Repo Man. All right, sick. <laughs> All right, well, Nara, I guess your movie's Repo Man. 
Hi, I'm Callum, and my movie's Beagle Man. (laughs) Uh, I'm Emmanuel. My movie is Brick by by Ryan Johnson. Uh, Hi, my my name is um, Nara, and my movie is Cable Guy. No, I don't want that attached to my name. Stop. Stop. I mean, I I think it's too late for that, Callum. (laughs) I want to see how consistent you guys can be. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna be. I can definitely do it. I can definitely do it. Yeah, Nara can definitely do it. <laughs> Nara has the ability. Nara talk about themselves in third person. <laughs> my name is Alex Winter. I'm here to promote my new film, Hideous Mutant Freaks. Yeah. <laughs> Hideous Mutant Freaks. That was the original title. Gorgeous mutant. Really? Freaks. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, they're so beautiful. Stop body shaming. What the fuck's wrong with you, Callum? <laughs> I mean, Nara, my bad. <laughs> I can't believe you got us confused. Alex Winter already <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> I love how this has gone so far. There's like three bits right now going on. <laughs> Just like in Freak. <laughs> yeah. Just like in Freak. I, well, I think we should get into the first movie. Wait, before we start, I just want to oh, yeah. pre- really quickly yeah. preface this. I thought this was going to be like a comedy episode. Yeah, it's very comedy. So, so it's like, we're all doing like comedies. You know, like Cable Guy, Repo Man, Freak, those are comedies. And why did you choose Brick? There's like, Brick like why? There's like Time one road. funny scene. What? There's not just one. I feel like it has the there's same vibe as like all main... these other movies. I think I there's something the connecting is so, it. Is the most different. I think the movie works really well as a comedy. I think it works. I don't think it works as a comedy. I can't agree with that. But I think <laughs> I think it works in the context of this episode for some reason. Like I have no like actual way of describing why, but yeah. You just movies where characters get into fights. It's just the vibe. <laughs> that's, the, that's the episode. Movies where characters get into fights. <laughs> movies where characters are just really cool. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean, Jack Black is sick? He's like a rock star. Oh. No, Moves Jack Black great is fight choreography. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is the martial arts movie episode. <laughs> That's another one we're doing. Godzilla Final Wars. Hey, don't don't oh, don't talk about the Godzilla. Final I mean, talk about Alex Winter. Bitch. All right, well, so Brick, Brick <laughs> is a movie. It is directed by yeah. Ryan Johnson, famously with a budget of only five hundred thousand dollars. US got four million in the box office. Uh, I think I think it's Ryan Johnson's. I don't know if it's his debut, but it's definitely his first or second movie. It's his debut feature, I think. It's his debut, yeah. And um, yeah, after watching this, I'm just like Ryan Johnson should just. It's like I have the same thing with Shane Black too. Ryan Johnson and Shane Black could should just only do detective movies. No diss. Because they're just only good at that. And when they branch out, it never works out. Sorry. I'm sorry. Well, Looper is a gem of a film. I Looper, do not like Looper. Looper you don't like Bruce Willis JGL? <laughs> I was going to say, Looper could have been good if they didn't have the makeup on JGL. Yeah. It's a, it's it's like... Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a Ryan Johnson episode. Anyway, Brick. Yeah, Brick. so Brick, Brick is about um, this character... Brendan is his name, and his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, is murdered, 
And the story just kind of takes place after he gets this mysterious phone call. And then there's this like branded cigarette. And she, it's essentially just him trying to find out who murdered his ex-girlfriend. Because they have this kind of like emotional moment the day before she's murdered. And yeah. So the thing that I heard about this movie from is after I watched Knives Out, which was great. And I just heard Ryan Johnson directed another like detective movie. And it was like almost like a student film. And it has like this very student filmy vibe. But it's like good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, it treats it treats all its character it like it treats all its characters so seriously. Like uh the pin, he's just like a <laughs> like a scrawny kid, but he's like treated as like the master villain, you know what yeah. I mean? And and like it it completely commits to its style, which is like I feel like it's it's so smart cuz like on a budget like this, there's there's a different version of this movie that like actual students would make where they just pretend everybody's not their actual age you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i think since it just commits to like what it's doing that's what i love the most about it and i love like all the lingo and how fast he talks and like i would say my only complaint with the movie is that it gets like kind of convoluted yeah but i i don't know i can i can i can look past it and just kind of like enjoy the ride and not really like turn my brain on too much and just yeah. it like stimulates me that's how like I was watching it where I wasn't really following along for the story mm-hmm. because I just, I just couldn't get a hold on it I couldn't really understand what was going on mm-hmm. so I just sort of let the scenes happen and just like get myself entertained at like what I was like looking at like each scene mm-hmm. so like even now I just don't really have an idea what happened in the movie <laughs> but yeah. you should rewatch it and yeah I think it's definitely good first it's, well, yeah, it's one it of those ones that's good for a second watch mm-hmm yeah. Like I also watched Knives Out again recently with my mom. And it was it was like better than the first time cuz you like mm-hmm. it's that's what happens with all the, like the mist, the good mystery movies. Cuz you see you all like the clues the and clues. stuff. Yeah. 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 I watched this movie before. I watched this movie when I was like 15 mm-hmm. because I had just watched Doom Generation and I like wanted to watch similar movies and I turned this one on but it was like pretty late at night and I was kind of tired so I kept like like, I literally couldn't follow it because I was too tired, so I turned it off. <laughs> I like the party scene where, like, is her name, like, Laura? Yeah, yeah. Laura. Yeah. The, like, she, like, brings him into that, like, empty room. Yeah, like, the, she's then, the like, femme fatale character. Yeah, and then I, like, turned it off because I was, like, I literally don't understand what's happening. And then I didn't watch it again until, like, two nights ago. But, yeah. Mm. Good, good flick. Yeah. Yeah, one thing about this movie, Emmanuel, you talked about this. They talk quickly, but in a way where, like, Sometimes you just can't understand what they're saying. Like, they're, mm-hmm. like, mumbling at times. It's, it's one of the biggest problems I have with the movie, where in certain scenes, like, the character will be yelling at another character, and you genuinely can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> Yo, like, subtitles, baby. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, you probably need it. For you probably need it. It's a different language. It reminds me of, like, a Clockwork Orange or something. I think it's just a you problem. Yeah, it's just a you problem, Callum. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, sorry, my bad. What did you guys think what of? Think uh, uh, sorry, my just bad. Keep going, my just keep, bad. Just keep my going, bad. Just keep going. It, it's not worth a bit. It's not worth a bit. <laughs> what is it called? Oh, what was I gonna say? I forget. Oh yeah. What do you guys think of uh, JGL in this? Oh, 
Oh, I thought JGL was great, but I also thought he was playing like, have you seen Mysterious Skin? No, I have oh. not. No, I haven't. Oh, I was just going to say, I thought he was like, a lot of his mannerisms were very similar to the character he plays in mm -hmm. Mysterious Skin. And I think this film was shot shortly after Mysterious Skin because he has the same haircut as he does in Mysterious Skin, just like an inch and a half longer. It's just worse. <laughs> but I thought JGL was good. You know what? I thought he had some really good scenes. Yeah, I think I think JGL is the second best character in this movie. Second only to Todd. No, I think he's the third best. I think he's the third best. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Dud, uh, is it Dud? He's also Dode. Dode. I love Dode. 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 Yeah, he's also really good. Dode and his MF cowboy boots. <laughs> But yeah, like like um all the all the actors in this movie kind of like they the it kind of plays on like detective tropes and like the, um mystery movie tropes, and almost like noir kind of too, mm -hmm. especially in um Laura's character. Like it plays on all their the character stereotypes, but like I said, like they all just commit to like completely embodying what's happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like uh, I think his name the guy the guy who's kind of like um the pins enforcer dude is called Tugger. And he completely yeah. commits to that like like a uh, brutish dude type. And you have that oh I fucking love the scene when he's gonna go hit him with the car, but he just like stands there. It's so like I don't know, it's so like it's like trying to be so badass and it is kind of badass, but it's also just like so like funny too. That was such a moment. Every scene with him. Every scene with him is perfect. And he, I fucking he's good him. in it. I love him. Yeah. He's very good. He reminds well, me of like, like Lucas Hedges or something. Is. Oh my god, no, don't say that. No. I hate him now. You, no. you hate no. Lucas Hedges? Why? What happened? Lucas Hedges just like, okay. First of all, I ha I felt no way about Lucas Hedges. I was like, he's fine. He's whatever. But then I watched Boy Erased, which this isn't his own fault. But there's multiple scenes where he just like goes pee and doesn't wash his hands after. And then there's one scene where he's like hooking up with this dude and he's wearing his MF like shoes on this dude's bed. And I'm like, Lucas Hedges, hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gross. No, he doesn't. So in mid nineties, he like drinks the uh, like bottle, big thing of orange juice, and just keeps putting it back in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas Henny, Lucas not not Lucas Henny, Lucas Hedges, <laughs> hygiene. Lucas hygiene. But yeah, do you guys have any other standout performances that you really like? I think I he said um... most of the the great performances. Mm -hmm. I thought. Kara was good. Is that her name? The like drama chick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. She was there's, good. Like, that, too, yeah. There's that one great shot where like the mirror behind her is broken and the framing of it where she like brings her head up and it's like the the like cutout behind her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys? Do you guys like the fight scenes and all that? I like, was gonna say mm -hmm. the best scenes for me in this movie were just any scene where someone gets punched or punches someone because the camera does so much movement to cover up like the fact that they they can't like yeah, they they're just, not good at they directing don't have any fight choreography yeah it's like the, that's like the connecting theme with all these movies mm. <laughs> I liked um in the chase scene where you can just hear the shoes like slapping on the ground yeah mm. yeah I like kind of like that as an audio design choice I also just thought it was like kind of like it's important for how the chase ends but i also just thought it was kind of funny to listen i love to. that he yeah. like beats him like he's a looney tunes character <laughs> he like yeah. takes and his that's... shoes off then like slide tackles him <laughs> okay but theory about the, like not theory but my take on this one because that's like the 
point is they're all these teenagers and they're so self-serious about this thing and it's like when you're that age yeah this is like super self-serious but at the same time like if you were to tell this to like if this is a true story and you're to tell this to like some adult they would just laugh at you in the mm-hmm. in your face mm-hmm. so like it walks that line really well where it's like they're taking this ridiculous situation so seriously so seriously because mm-hmm. it's like when you're like whatever your problem is like when you're 16 it's like you can have like the most ridiculous fight with your friend but it's like and it would sound so ridiculous to yourself like 20 years in the future mm-hmm. but at the time it's like you don't have that experience so it is the most serious thing ever yeah definitely the like, thing oh, that was sorry sorry yeah was watching that movie i i was thinking that the whole time then i kept going back to the thing that people are dying it's not like it's some <laughs> like it's not like oh like he like tripped his friend in the hallway like people are getting like murdered. That's the thing that like always kind of confused me about that. Like I, I couldn't tell exactly what they wanted to do with it. Mm-hmm. it the scene that I had that for was you know the scene on the beach with him in the pen. Yeah, yeah. it's just like <laughs> it's just like what you'd film. Like you just go with like two of your friends to the beach to like film the like this dramatic scene because you don't have like any like mm-hmm. cool location. <laughs> and then like, it like, ends up like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's all go to the beach and talk about our problems. <laughs> It's such a weird moment. It's such like a student film thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the like the like pans back and forth where you can tell they're like on this like just like a shitty tripod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very low budget in that way. Yeah. They do it well though. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, I'm, like, I'm gonna awesome. reference Cable Guy really quickly because it's in relation oh, to this movie. No. <laughs> yeah. The scene at the end with him and Laura. And like, there's this close-up, and it's just like way too close for comfort. <laughs> and you have that in Cable Guy too, with the scene when they're playing that game, and it's just like, ah, uh. like yeah, I get it's like the emotional moment, but like, please, like, back away from the camera, or something, because like, I can definitely tell the guy with the boom mic is like right there. Yeah, it's like too. You can hear like the lips smacking, and I can't. I don't like it. I can't. Do and now I like. <laughs> Don't make the same mistakes Cable Guy made. Yeah, don't make the same mistakes Cable Guy made. See, I feel like these these films are slightly connected. Yeah, they both use cameras to shoot them. Yeah, like, mm-hmm, they both yeah. use cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Good, good one. Yeah. Well, I figured right, the second one would be short. Like, you guys want to just give your ratings? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a solid movie, honestly. Yeah. It's just good. What can What can you say about it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll, I'll go first yeah. Then. I I don't know which one is like I'm in between a three and a half and a four. It could re- realistically be either one. Mm-hmm. Probably a four. If I had to choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd probably say a four and a half because I just like admire so much like what he was able to do with such a small budget, and like just how like clever it is. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four. four. Four? Four. Four. No, I don't, I don't say four. I agree with Emmanuel. Um, probably, I'd give it a strong four and a half, yeah, for the same reasons he listed. Mm-hmm. For Callum and I agree. <laughs> yeah. so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. This is all of Alex Winter's worst nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one. Wait, what, who do we, who's going next? <laughs> um, Callum's going next for Repo Man. Oh, hell yeah. Hi, so I'm when Callum. You come, so when you come back, Callum is going to be talking about Repo Man. 
they usually put in a little thing here. Oh yeah, let's just do it anyway. Let's let's not even cut. Let's just keep yeah, talking. But we're just gonna say like we're back, and we're yeah. back. We're back. We're back, everybody. Hi. Back. Hello. Hello. I'm Callum. I'm Norma. Still, as I I always have been. Yep. Never changed. Yep. My parents named me this actually. Yeah. <laughs> Go sick. As they usually do. As they and usually they do. As they tend to do. Okay. Alright, well. Uh, Callum chose Repo Man to watch. <laughs> Callum chose Repo Man. <laughs> I think Callum was more like like assigned Repo Man. Or like given Repo Man as a nice little gift. But... As a title. As a gift. Yeah. Lord. That, this is kind of confusing me. Like this. Callum was talking in the third you? person, which makes it so much more confusing. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, what like do you want me to just summarize it? Yeah, just like yeah, a sure. Yeah, I feel okay. bad because this was originally my choice, but then I yeah just kind of like, like handed it over. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, the torch. So, basically, Repo Man is about uh this shitty little punk played by Emilio Estevez, um slightly pre Breakfast Club, um and then he's just like angry. And his girlfriend cheats on him with his friend who just got out of jail. Um, and he becomes all, well, he was already jaded. But then he uh, becomes a repo man and gets caught up in this uh, alien conspiracy subplot. This movie's so great. So this movie, this movie, is literally like my one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, same. Um, I love it. Um, you can't see it, but behind me in my room. Um, in grade 10, my class did a secret Santa where the theme was something framed and you had to give your like secret Santa something in a frame. And my friend Hannah made a collage of pictures of me um, and my orange hat because I wore an orange hat every day that grade. And there's uh, one of the pictures in the collage is like the Repo Man poster with an orange hat photoshopped on Emilio Estevez. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Um, you also can't see it, but I am sitting here with my Criterion Collection DVD of Repo Man and my vinyl of the Repo Man soundtrack because the Repo Man sa- soundtrack absolutely slaps. So good. Well, I I think I don't remember where I heard about this film. I think I I think I heard I think I may have heard Edgar Wright talk about Alex Cox or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I like Googled it, and then I was like, I'll just take a. I'll take a chance on this one. And then I just like, oh, I love this movie so much. I think my favorite part about this movie is Harry Dean. Yeah. Harry Dean sounds so good. Harry Dean's, oh. He's so, because I, I actually, I think I watched, I think also why I watch this movie is because I watched, Luca recommended me uh, Paris, Texas. And then I watched Paris, Texas. And then I watched this right after. Paris, Texas makes me cry. Yeah. You should do it for one episode, maybe. It'll be the sad episode. It'll be the sad boy episode. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think I think um, I know you go, Luca. Thanks, Nora. Uh, I I I always just like heard about this like constantly, just like online and in videos and like in director interviews, always just mentioned this movie. So it was just like about time until I watched it. And this this is my first time watching it. This is like my third time. Although the first time I watched it was this year, I think back in like February. Mm-hmm. And I just like I just adore sort of just the visual style of this movie and just the way everything looks and feels and like all like the special effects especially like every time mm-hmm. it 
reference mm-hmm. to Trunks, and it turns to, like a skeleton. I just fucking love that shit. And of course, Harry Dean, like you said, is just incredible in like everything he's in. This is definitely no exception. Mm-hmm. I think this is the part where I kind of Uh-oh. reveal how I feel about this movie. Uh oh. There were a lot of things uh, that I, there are a lot of things that I that I really liked about it, but I don't know what it was. I maybe I need to rewatch it or something. I just found so many of their performances to be really really bad, including Harry. Oh Dean. no, they are they are bad except for Harry Dean. <laughs> I mean, he was all right. <laughs> that's, I, my, that's my biggest <laughs> issue. Okay, performance <laughs> note or not even performance. But one of my favorite moments is when, um, what's his name? Is his name Miller? I don't know. The black repo man mm-hmm. and Otto get into a car and then he rolls down the window so that way the mic can pick up their dialogue. <laughs> mm-hmm. That shot is so cool though. <laughs> yeah, I just like I just like every time I watch it, I'm like the first time I watched it, I didn't notice, and then I rewatched it. It's like, why is their window open? And then I was like, Oh, because you can't fucking hear what they're saying like two <laughs> seconds before because the window is closed. I didn't even notice that on like rewatch. They could have just had like a boom in the car, just like sitting, like lying down or something. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think the like the it just takes these two completely different concepts, just like car repossession and alien conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear that in a pitch, you're like, "What?" But it just works. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think my favorite, I think I like the, not that I don't like the last half of this movie, but I like the first half of this movie more when you're just kind of like being introduced to like the whole world. And yeah. you have the, all the, like, I love that scene when uh, it's like one of his first times doing repossession and then he goes and he tries to drop that, a rat in a lady's car. And she just like, is like, why would you do that? She doesn't even get out. You think she's going to like run out or something like that? And just like all, just him like experimenting and learning about this like weird world. Mm-hmm. I find that part just like so interesting. But I do agree with yeah. Calum. I don't really think Emilio Estevez is great in this movie. <laughs> I think Emilio Estevez has some. Actually, <laughs> I was gonna say I think he has some great moments, but I I don't know if he has any good moments yeah. or if he's just with Harry Dean and Harry Dean has good moments. Yeah. I think that's definitely more of what it is. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, for me, it's like the performance is attached. Like, I, I attach the performance of really how much I enjoy the film. Like, if a film has, like, everything is great about it except the performances, I still don't like it. I just can't get over the fact that every scene just feels so, like, weird and awkward and, like, uncomfortable to be in. Even if You I'm- should not watch any Gregor Rocky films, though. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> I I don't know. I can. It's like one of those things where I can just like buy what the movie's doing. And mm-hmm. similar to Brick, like it's not really about like what's actually happening. If that makes sense. Because the performances I'm... are good. <laughs> I don't think they're. I don't think they're as bad as they're making them out to be. I don't think they're. I cannot like... stand some of the scenes in this movie. Really? Do you want that to talk scene about... where like the scene where like he, the auto comes back to talk to the girl who like is in the conspiracy, and then he calls her up, like, oh, I have some info, and then he get, walks in, and then, like, tries to, like, have sex with her, whatever. It's so, like, awkward, and he's, like, huh. he's, like, awkwardly, like, trying to, like, take his pants off, and it's just this weird scene where everyone, like, doesn't know what they're doing, and it just looks so, like, I just hate it. It just made me, like, annoyed. 
I like how you said like you haven't even mentioned like the what I think is the worst performance in the film, which is like the three like the gang of like the three punks. They remind me of Robocop. Yeah, or it's like Archie, the girl, and then Duke. Um and they're they're all just like horrible actors. I love the bald one though. I love the only the only thing I remember about any of those characters is the one going, Yeah, let's go get sushi and not pay. I don't remember anything else. Oh no, I do remember the scene, like right before where he get where his friend gets killed. It's so stupid. Yeah, you're right. But I love that the ball like one, that. like his final like wish before he gets shot near the end is he just like wants to move away with her and like get a house somewhere. Yeah, because he's a little softy on the inside. Yeah. Exactly. And then he gets fucking killed. Yo, I also like the guy who's just always at the dumpster fire and he's just like covered in ash all the time. <laughs> oh. Sorry, they're all named after beer, all the repo men. I'm trying to remember who's who oh. because there's because Harry Bud. Dean is Bud. There's Bud Miller Light and <laughs> yeah. one more. I'm looking so at it right funny. now. Oh wow, they actually all are just named yeah. after beer. Oh wait, I have it right here next to me. Sorry. Yeah, just pulling out my Criterion collection uh, <laughs> copy of Repo Man, no big deal. Not to brag. Not to, not to be like I know about film or anything. <laughs> Take notes, Nora. Yeah, I'm writing them down right now. Oh my god! And the agents are named Agent Best, Agent B, Agent E, Agent S, Agent T. Oh my god! <laughs> I love them. Let's talk about the ending. I love the ending. Where they fly away. So it's so like badly. I think it's literally just an image. Like it, they just, it's a, yeah, it's a cardboard yeah. cutout. Yeah, it really is just collage <laughs> animation. <laughs> that shot of the of the guy, I don't know what his name is. I've, Miller. The Miller, shot of Miller yeah. when he like looks down, <laughs> like out of the car, and he's just like covered in green. It's so funny. Just like it, he doesn't seems, even say anything. That seems like it took me from like hating the movie to like not hating it. Mm-hmm. That movie saved itself. Yeah, no. That that scene saved the movie for me. So good. I love like this so opening, like the like the fluorescent green on the car. It's like, mm-hmm. it looks so cool. And it's just it's yeah. just superimposed over helicopter footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. And the whole kind of like chase at the end is really cool too. Mm-hmm. When they're trying to get um when they're trying to get him out of like the hospital and he's like protected or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the the second half of the film, I love that you can tell that like half the scenes are just missing. <laughs> yeah, it really feels like rushed together. You're like, I'm watching the abridged version of Repo Man right now. <laughs> That's really what it is. Is there, is there like a story behind why those scenes are missing, or is it just like? Um, I think it's because they didn't have enough budget, or the movie was too long. Because how long is the movie right now? It's, it's like an movie. hour, it's two hours, two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's 92 minutes, oh, 92, so maybe it was just bad. too long. Maybe it was just too long. I don't know. I don't think that it was just too long. I mean, I mean, it was mid-80s, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, then there's going to be like a bunch of 90-minute movies coming out th- that time. Yeah. It was probably also probably because it was like a more like underground film. Like they didn't, they were like, nobody's going to watch like a two-hour like kind of like <laughs> DIY film. Repo re- repossession cars with alien conspiracy movie. That's like what this is. It's so it's so good though. It's so good. It's the best film ever. Mm. Wow, I love this film so much. Yeah. 
Do I have more notes? Oh, also, you know how they have all that food that's just named labeled like food? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's an actual like that's an actual like that's real food. Really? Like, that's an actual brand. Yeah, it's Ralph's House brand. So it's basically like the no name equivalent um, of from California. But that was one of the sponsors they got for the film was Ralph's, and Ralph's was like, "We will sponsor you by giving you all of this food, this like nondescript like off brand food." <laughs> so that's how they got the like beer. And whatever, but it like it looks so cool. It just yeah. looks cool. Yeah, it definitely just, just looks cool. Fun fact. Also, Callum, about the scene that you said you didn't like, you made us watch Cable Guy. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> like we could say that about anything Callum says. I def I definitely get why you guys like this movie now. I still just don't think I just don't like it. Okay, yeah. well just the performances make it just too hard to watch. Well, Callum, you have to like it or we won't stop talking about it. <laughs> You have to like it by the end of our conversation. If you don't, then the rest. I love it. I love this movie. Callum loves this movie. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oh my bad, my bad, say, my bad. I was gonna my say, bad, why are you guys bad, pissed off bad. at Callum? Uh, Callum Nara, loves this movie. Nara, you have to like this movie. Nara, Nara, you have to like it. Why are you just yes, repeating I, your own name, man? That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, that right. is weird. Just like say, get it's it like right we just going time. a manual, manual, manual. Cut out like an hour of this episode. Really weird, Nora. This is like <laughs> cut out an hour. The commitment to this bit, I rated. <laughs> okay, final rating. Um, five. Yeah, <laughs> five. Definitely a five. I'm gonna give it a six and a half out of six and a half. I'm not sure if we're allowed to do that, Callum. But Callum's kind of breaking the rules. But you know, what? I'm gonna give it like a. Uh oh. Like a two and a half, two. Ah. What the ah. fuck is wrong with you? Please. Oh, oh my Nara's god. Please. I mean, at least Nara's only a guest. Yeah. <laughs> Get good <laughs> actors. Maybe I'll like your movie, then you fucking. We don't have to deal with this after this. Is there, a, like, Harry Dean is one of the best actors? <laughs> wait, like, I just realized. Okay, sorry, wait. I just realized. Like, there's gonna be people who listen to this just don't know who Callum and Nara are. Like, they don't understand. Like, that this is a joke. What joke? Well, they know who. Oh, I yeah, am. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like, yeah, Whatever but also like, they know who Callum is. I mean, they know who Callum. There is somebody who could listen to this and just be completely oblivious. Well, listen to the other episodes then. Yeah, I guess. Get up with the Wormtopia podcast. Lord. Lord. Sorry, Callum. Oh, I interrupted Topia. you. I interrupted you. No, I was done. And it's Nara. I was talking to Callum. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, we have very similar voices, too, so that could be confusing. Yeah. Exactly. Do we? <laughs> I, what? I, do I not know what I sound like? It's... <laughs> or do you not know what you sound like? Do you not understand what a bit is? Okay, I just believed you there. I thought you were, no, I, I thought you were, just, I thought you were just trying to like say the truth. Oh my god, Nara, you're so naive. <laughs> Honestly, I am. I am. Oh. Now, speaking of Nara's humor, <laughs> such an idiot. Fucking. <laughs> we don't. Speaking we don't. Nara's classic humor. We don't even need a break to, for our next film. Yeah, we don't even need a break. Can I get a drum roll? No, no. this film doesn't fucking deserve a drum roll. Yeah, this film doesn't deserve <laughs> anything. Guy. <laughs> I hate Callum so much. I mean, Nara so much. I found a movie that I like less than the Emoji movie. 
Nara, I'm giving you. You would hate this movie. Like, hate it. Like, hate it. Like, like, no, thank you. Like, I'd rather not watch this movie. Like, I'd rather watch the emoji. It's not even, like, so good it's bad. It's just fucking bad. It's just just bad. It's just bad. It's just bad. I think, okay. No, no. I have two things to say. I'm going to do a quick preface of, like, what the movie is so people aren't confused. And then two, I'm going to give my thoughts. I don't want to be interrupted. This is my movie. This is my pick. Okay. Okay, so, Nara. Cable, cable guys. Movie that came out in 1996, starring Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick. This is a piece of shit. Not because he, like, not because anything he's done, he might be. I just don't like him. Um, but uh, it's about, like Jim Carrey plays this like cable guy who befriends Matthew Broderick, and it's just about like him being this like really obsessive, creepy guy who then tries to like murder. Matthew Broderick's girlfriend, and that's essentially the whole movie. Spoilers, but whatever. I don't care. It's Cable Guy. And then the second thing is, you guys hate this movie. I unironically kind of like it. No, wrong with you. <laughs> I think I like Jim Carrey in this movie. I don't know why you guys don't like oh, him. You like him, Nara? Nara, <laughs> have you ever seen another film that wasn't this? <laughs> <laughs> like, have you, like, like seen, have you seen a good film? I've seen, seen Brick movie? and Repo Man. <laughs> I've seen Brick and Repo Man. <laughs> I don't know why. I just found some of the scenes kind of okay, funny. Okay, okay. Your time with talking. Okay, I enjoyed them. Oh my god. Obviously, obviously, it's not high art. It's fucking cable guy. But I enjoyed can it. I, it was a fun time. Can I say the one moment I enjoyed? I don't remember what the line was, but Matthew Broderick says something. And then slaps his hand over his mouth, and I was like, "That peak. That's the peak of the film." Also, every time Matthew Broderick is saying lines, I'm like, "I can see the page that you're reading these off of." Bad. Yeah, so I, bad. Matthew Broderick went, might be the worst actor of all time. <laughs> I like He's how so you, like, bad. like you like were like ragging on Repo Man's acting, and now you're like Matthew Broderick fucking. So Tom just hates when movies. You- well, only the. What do you like scene. Matthew Broderick's performance in this movie? What are you talking about? No, no, I hate it. No, it's no. horrible. What are you defending his performance? <laughs> I don't think there's a oh, single defendable performance in this. Exactly. Jack Black. Jack Black. Jack Black. No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. He's not bad. This- Can I say Jack Black was the best? But that yes, he was the best. But it's like the worst of the worst. He's this a scum like, at the bottom of oh, the barrel. Can I say maybe Ben Stiller, who just inserted himself in the movie <laughs> for some reason? Really what was it even about? What was that even about? Whole subplot. This, this, was like, this is okay. Wait, wait, okay, wait. I want Calm to like talk for a second. I want you to explain what Jim Carrey's performance is going for. Is it supposed to be funny? <laughs> is it supposed to be creepy? Is it supposed to be like you're supposed to kind of love him in the end? Like, what is happening? I think Jim Carrey. Um, I'm Callum, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. My <laughs> bad. My and, bad. And Emmanuel's literally face palming. You can't see it. He's doing a face. I am. I'm He's shaking. My my foot is like tapping the ground furiously. I I, I mean, it would be really funny if you like slapped your forehead like, like and we heard it in the mic. No, it'd be the I'd do the thing that um, uh, Callum thought was funny, where I just put my hand over my face. Okay. <laughs> Like Can you tell me what you actually find funny in this movie? No, explain to me Jim Carrey's performance. Explain it. The more, the more I think about it, it's like <laughs> it's a really deep performance. Really, that's obviously true. The more I think about it, the more I, I don't, I don't think it's unironic, but I, I think it's just like 
from like a base level, I just like I just found myself enjoying some of the scenes, like for no reason other than this, like Jim Carrey being stupid. And I know it's like it's literally like meaningless, and it could, I could, it it's such like a nothing of a movie. Like from every aspect, it's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I just find some scenes Jim Carrey doing stupid things. I don't know why. I just find it kind of funny. That's all I have to say. It's not good in any way. I just find some of the things he does kind of funny. It's indefensible, but it's kind of fun. Is that you like this movie because sometimes Jim Carrey is kind of funny? <laughs> yeah, I laughed. Oh my god. This is, uh, that's not that's even that's true even. This, this is Jim Carrey at his absolute fucking worst in his career. He's not funny at all. He's not fucking creepy. He's doing this is the most he does like his mannerisms and like his his awful fucking facial expression. <laughs> oh bad. Luca hates this movie so all No, I genuinely hate this movie. This movie. So I haven't much. hated a movie in so long. Like since probably since Joker and Waves. Like we should we should what just redo this. Bullshit. We should just we should just we redo because we have an episode coming up. Maybe we'll cut this out so there's no spoilers. The entire fucking segment where and we're back. Roderick is getting his back rubbed and it's cutting to Jim Carrey <laughs> doing karaoke. I have not gone in such a big headache watching a fucking movie scene. So I almost had to turn it off. I was, I was more I think about it. I definitely ironically like this movie. I just I just find how stupid some of these scenes are funny. Like I found that scene funny. I can't get behind how, it. Like how how funny they thought they were being doing that. Like they thought that was a good scene to do. Okay, well, I'll give this movie one thing. I'll give this movie one thing. Okay, like try to like this is I'm not gonna really be able to phrase this right, but like this movie is kind of like its cinematography is good for what like it's trying to do. No. No, no. I think that I think I would give that to this movie. What's I think it has decent I cinematography and like like. So it's like bad in every way. I think this cinematography is like very on par with like other films, like budget, bigger budget films. Yeah, I think for like, what it's like trying to do, like it's bad. It's bad, but for what it's yeah, like it's trying so to go for, I think it like nailed it. You know what I mean? Like, well, it it nailed it in the sense that like you're like getting a putt in it, like a mini putt from like one foot away. Yeah, it's yeah, easy to nail yeah, if, you're, if the bar is so low. They're just yeah. going like a shot, reverse shot. They're not doing anything innovative. What about the dream sequence? Oh my that god! Was the, that I love that scene. I actually love that scene so. Okay, one, okay. This movie would <laughs> be a so ten funny. for me. It would be a five if Jim Perry just actually got bloodily impaled at the end. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, I, I, that that, that would have made it worth so it. much. I huh? wish he got like impaled and there was like blood and guts everywhere. Oh my god! You know, it'd be so funny, like if this movie was like completely ironic and you didn't think it was to the end and then Jim Perry just like dies in the end like gruesomely I wish they did that I'm just really... looking I'm just looking at like a Google reviews for cable guy can I read you one mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I loved this movie especially the bathroom beating a scene and then it was on the news and Matthew Broderick's response and they showed Jim Carrey's sketch with those sunglasses hilarious also the medieval <laughs> time scene laughing crying laughing crying hugely underrated Rotten apples should have been at least 70%. Five people found this helpful. That's the number one review for Cable Guy on Google. It's the first one. I felt like Owen Wilson the entire time watching this movie. I felt like Jim Carrey was fucking beating me up and, like, shoving my face in the toilet. By the way, um, this whole movie, I was like, why does this feel like a script that was written by, like, a kid in seventh grade? And then I looked it up, and it turns out... The script for this movie was written by a Los Angeles prosecutor who had never written anything before and afterwards. He just he just got this idea for a movie. He wrote it, and then like Judd Apatow 
got his like got his hands on it. No, what the fuck is Judd Apatow involved? He like he just found a script. He added more Jim Carrey slapstick humor, and then he got it made. Judd Apatow is like I guess that explains like the plot with Brent Ben Stiller, kind of I guess. Judd Actually, Apatow, no. This, he's this like, movie doesn't deserve an explanation. He's like the, <laughs> Judd Apatow is like a is like a he's an evil person. I want to do a Judd Apatow episode. Why he's ruined? He's ruined comedy. He kind of has. He's. I think some. I like some romantic comedies, right? It's not like my favorite genre. I like some, but he ruined romantic comedies. Like it's there. It's his fault. They're bad. Sorry, Judd. His movies are bad. They're just bad. I'm. I'm struggling to think of a good. He just makes bad movies. What is? Hmm? Oh, I can't. Okay, no. Wait. One one redeeming. I will say that we were saying that Jack Black was the best performance in this film. I think Owen Wilson's the best performance. <laughs> I hate Owen. Okay, Wilson. He's a convincing like asshole in this movie. No, because he's he's doing he's making you hate him, and that's the point. Yeah, to hate maybe him. yeah. Maybe I just got fucked up by Owen Wilson. He maybe he was so good, he just mind tricked you, Nara. He played a Jedi mind trick on me. <laughs> I looked at Pee Wee Herman movies, and one of the, and <laughs> one of the, and one of like, the next things is blow. <laughs> Why did you look up Pee Wee Herman movies? <laughs> because oh, I, Apatow? I, I went to Judd Apatow movies, and then it, and then the 2016 Pee Wee Herman movie came out, and I wanted <laughs> to see if he did the like the good one, the one in '85, and he didn't, so I'm fine. Yo, you know how like some directors like do that thing where like they have a movie they really love. Sometimes it's even just their own movie. You know how like George Lucas re-released Padawan, um, not Padawan, Phantom Menace, like. 10 years after it came out, he just re-released it. Yeah. He did it again on Disney Plus, too. Yeah, he just re-released it, and then, like, just, it just got another theater run, and people just went to see it for no reason. Mm-hmm. If I ever have that kind of clout, I'm just gonna release Cable Guy, but with an edit <laughs> at the end, I'm gonna, like, CGI Jim Carrey and just make him die gruesomely. <laughs> and then just release that. Uh, and just pretend I'm, like, I'm just, just completely pretend I'm re-releasing the movie just normally. Unofficial director's cut? Yeah. And then just that's in the end. Don't bring your kids. Don't bring your kids anyway. Never mind. It would. <laughs> yeah, there's some. There's some of those like awful like prison rape jokes that would be. Then they're not as popular anymore, but they were really popular for a long time. That just like. Yeah. Gross. That whole prison scene is so fucking bad. Oh it's God. it's horrible. Like every scene in this movie is like horrible. <laughs> It's like an all. This is a garbage movie. It's a piece of. Uh, Nara, your opinion is really turning around on this. Movie. Yeah, you really did. Like, no, my, this is like no, my opinion is the same. Bro. I just find Jim Carrey funny. <laughs> I just like him. <laughs> you're like you're like. I just want Jim Carrey to do vlogs, and I want to watch those. <laughs> I would like that. What Actually, if no, Jim Carrey turns like, into like, like Jack Black? Like you know how Jack Black does his vlogs? Oh, yeah. And stuff? yeah. Jim Carrey's not like that in real life. He makes like art and stuff. He's boring. <laughs> Jim Carrey's boring. <laughs> He's a boring dude. Jim Carrey boy. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> I, I hate this movie. I fucking hate this movie. I don't want to think about this movie. I can't, I can't, I can't hate this movie. <laughs> okay, I say everybody pick one scene. Pick one Jim Carrey moment. Why? Medieval I can't time. fucking remember medieval this time. <laughs> okay, can I say one thing with the Medieval Times? The dude who was like, like the king or master of the court or whatever, I Loki have the same haircut as him. <laughs> Andy Dick. Like the wig that he's wearing, I Loki have the. That's my hair. I like how he's still wearing the wig in the scene where he's watching TV. 
Wait, also, wait. That's just his hair. You can't skip over the fact that Ben Stiller thought it was deep for at the end. The guy's TV turns off and then he Oh my god, the plug! Oh! Wait, what? Sorry, I mean, that I made me so fucking mad. When, like, at the, the ending scene. When he picks oh. up the book. Oh my gosh. I oh was my like gosh. watching it and I'm like, you guys really did just like see the Truman Show. I'm like, how could I make that this bad? <laughs> Yeah, how can I make how could I make the Truman Show just bad? Like, this let me just release out. that version of the Truman Show. <laughs> this came out before Truman Show. I know, but it was it was um uh, it was they they were looking into the future and um they saw the Truman maybe, Show and they were like, we should make this. Maybe made the Truman Show to apologize for. <laughs> I love the Truman Show. I can for, I can forgive him. No, oh, yeah. I can forgive my boy Jim. I <laughs> my boy. Jim. Definitely... I can't forgive Ben Stiller though. <laughs> As a directed a movie where I can forget about this one. Like I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not like I don't hate like uh, Tropic Thunder or like Secret Life of Walter Mitty, but like he hasn't made anything good enough where it's like I can forget about this. There's no forgetting. This. Night at the museum. We we, <laughs> we do though? we Which will one? never forget. All three of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing out ideas, trying to make some redemption. There's no redemption. <laughs> Not for this. I'm just doing my best, okay? I love this movie. You know who does have he redemption? Who? You guys know who does have redemption? Not Jim Carrey in this movie. Oh, no, I'll tell you who has redemption. Tom, St- Tom, Stern, a ca- Tom Stern's character in Freaked. No, he doesn't. No, he his doesn't. his arc is that he is just no longer he just no longer is just a womanizer. That's his arc. Wait, Tom, but isn't Tom Stern the milkman? Sorry, my my bad, my bad. Alex Winter, you mean? No, not Alex Winter. Tom Stern's the milkman. No, wait, I'm messing up. I'm messing up my actors. This is embarrassing. Oh, this is embarrassing. Well, so my our Alex, review, I give Cable Guy a <laughs> in, a negative five out of five. I thought we were just gonna skip over like reviews for cable guy. <laughs> I give cable guy a negative five out of five. Actually, no, cap. I it does not deserve to be graced with a review. Yeah, I'm not giving it a rating. Maybe like a one and a half. <laughs> Yo, I'm just like like I guess it gets like one, maybe uh, a half. Like it'd be maybe so funny just like five. four right there. <laughs> like I guess it gets a point seven five, cause it's not as offensive as it could be. Yeah. I mean, okay, like that's like, well, that's not like a thing to congratulate. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like it could be. I think no, it gets a point seven five because that's exactly what I expected, and I got what I like. I was expecting it to be bad and annoying, and it was bad and annoying. Like it mm-hmm. didn't. It wasn't worse than what I thought it would be. You guys want to hear what other other movies that came out this year that are just better than it? It's it's ninety nine, right? No, it's ninety. I think it's ninety five or ninety six. Ninety six. I just letterboxed it. Actually. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's ninety six. Don't have the criteria. You got like Fargo. Wow. I think you got Train. Oh wait, is no Train Spotting is ninety five. My bad. No, it's Train Spotting. Train Spotting. You have Train Spotting. Fargo. Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. So this movie doesn't deserve props for being less offensive. Space Jam. <laughs> Watermelon Woman. Swingers. James and the Giant Peach. Live action 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Mars Attacks. Jingle all Pusher. the way. <laughs> Nutty Professor. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> um, 
Irma Vep. Um, what is? Uh, Moral of the story: I hate this movie with every bone in my body. Love this movie so. Till the day I die. Every movie released that year is better than this movie. Tromeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh Have my god! I, I know, I know Tromu. I know like trauma movies, but I have trauma, which may be like the most Tromeo and Juliet is James Gun- or Sean Gunn's like first like performance. Really? Yeah, like Mister like freaking what's it called mr little guardians of the galaxy marvel <laughs> man you should see him in this playing a dude with pigtails what oh, God. pigtails <laughs> yeah watch, watch romeo and juliet you'll be disturbed oh i don't want to <laughs> thank yeah. you well it's your lost column i mean nara my bad anyway let's go on to the next one okay. best for last <laughs> okay Wait, and we're, and we're back. This is one of those ones where my f- opinion is going to be formulated during the thing. They couldn't my be? My opinion is set in stone. You're... No, I'm saying my, my opinion is definitely going to be formulated during the conversation. Mm-hmm. And mine's the opposite. You cannot change I... my mind on this. How do I even like give an introduction for this fucking movie? Uh... It's, the, it's the end of uh, Sorry to Bother You. You see that callback, Lucky Stanfield? If the end of Sorry to Bother You was like a full feature movie mixed in with like racism, xenophobia, everyism, everyism, and every- like literally everyism. I wrote down um my my yeah I wrote down in a row these notes. Is that transphobic? Homophobia too. Also racist. Is Keanu a furry? <laughs> I think Keanu was enjoying himself a bit too much in that doll costume. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, that was Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he's uncredited. I know. I understand why. <laughs> um. So freak. Weird act. Like Bobcat Goldblum, isn't it? This is the. So this is the love child of Alex Winter of Bill and Ted fame and Smosh movie fame and Tom Stern. <laughs> Uh, Alex Winter went to NYU Film, where he met up with Tom Stern, and they made the show called The Idiot Box for MTV, which only had six episodes, and it was a comedy series where it's just, like, skits that were just, like, overly aggressive and just, like, bad. And so I guess someone saw that show and was like, let's give these guys... <laughs> let's give these guys $20 million to let them go nuts. Uh, and the result of that is Hades Mutant Freaks or Freaks? Wait, sorry, he went to NYU film, like for yeah, film, he, like NYU. He went to NYU film. I, I can't believe that Spike Lee and <laughs> oh my god, they could have crossed paths. They're boys. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Spike, Spike Lee was jealous that Alex Winter made this movie. Like, oh, I could have made this. It's literally that fact literally broke my brain. Literally, like. The opening line of this movie is the flying gimp has been destroyed. Like, <laughs> I I guess just the plot is just, like, Alex Winter is just this, like, fucking asshole, this scummy, like, child actor, like or, like, has-been child actor who gets paid by these corporate men from the, like, everything except Hughes uh, corporation. I'm not gonna lie. Huh? That is a funny gag. That gag pays off. That's the thing. Every mo- like every gag in this movie has some sort of payoff at the end. Like, 
like even the small ones like they're just brought up over and over and over again um but yeah so he gets paid by this company to like go down to where isn't it like south america yeah just like south america somewhere there to promote this like chemical called like zygote and then when he's there he brings along his also this asshole fucking gross guy who I already forget his name. And then they meet up at the airport. There's like there's like these people protesting. Wait, yo, wait, wait, wait. Give me get wait. Is that who is he played by, the asshole? He's played by well, wait, which so like not Alex Winter? The guy who's Every connected to the asshole. girl. Michael Sto- Stoyanov, is that him? Stoyanov. That's who I meant. His arc is just he's like not a womanizer now. That's his arc. It, it, isn't it even that though? <laughs> At the end. Well, his arc is that like him, like the gag is that he like absorbs some of her thoughts and is now like a feminist. Oh yeah, because like, there's that one scene where it's like, oh sorry man, I was I was a total man hater back there. The character of Julie is literally just like Britta, and that's it. From Community, pretty much yeah. It's like the same shtick. Anyways, they meet up, uh, they, and then they find this freak show. Ran by Randy Quaid, who, <laughs> and he turns them into freaks, and there's more freaks, and then they have to break out. Uh, that that's the simplest way I can sort of summarize this movie. Um, this movie is just like more of Alex Winter's like skit gags, but just like very loosely sort of just slapped together by the concept of people just being freaks. Yeah. Um. I'll say this. I'll get my thoughts out of the way. I think this movie had potential to be amazing. I, but I think because the writing of some jokes are so fucking bad, it just it really does bring it down. But I think all the technical and visual aspects are like incredible. Mainly, just- I would, I was, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk to you mainly about. It's like I don't know if I could. There's okay. There's definitely some effects I really like, some practical effects I really like, but there's others that are just bad. Like, like the the Jamaican eyeballed people. That's... Yeah, okay. it looks like I a costume that. like like um uh, Max would wear <laughs> for like Halloween. Yeah, it's just and a, then... it's just a, a little person in a costume, isn't but it? Like all like the claymation and like the animatronics. Those are so yeah. crazy. They it's... are cool. When they transform at the end, that looks sick. Yeah, yeah. And like, and then also, I I want to briefly talk about just like the like the intro credits is fucking so crazy it's by this guy called like uh i think his name is david daniels uh the technique is called like strata cut and it's basically like he i don't know how the fuck he makes it but he has these like loafs of clay with the patterns already made inside of them and then for each like frame he just like slices off a loaf of the clay if that no no offense but i hate the like phrase loaf of clay (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like what you become when you die. I'm sure you're in a you big loaf, loaf of clay. clay. That's, that's like how they make golems. <laughs> and like, although I'm really interested because it's really cool, it is very like seizure inducing. Yeah, I think it is like awesome. But I would just say like the like the the, the there's definitely some good effects. There's definitely more good than bad. But yeah. there is just a bunch of like really bad ones, like the guy who's just a sock. No, I love, oh, I love that. I love that. That was so funny. It's, it's not like good so though. Funny. It's not like good though. It's not like well done. I love that. But that gag was so funny. Yeah. They really funny. And when the sock comes off and it's a hand. It's his hand. And they're all okay, there's one joke that I kind of found funny and I feel bad for it. Why? 
Which one? The the big like guy who's like a like a just a big lump. Is he like a, a lump or is he like a worm? A he has worm. the glasses. The worm. Oh, the worm. He's a worm. Yeah. Like when he's like, I would give anything to just wipe my ass. <laughs> that was kind of funny. That was what you said funny. I think there are really good fucking jokes in this movie. The styrofoam cup. Styrofoam cup is still making okay. me laugh every fucking time. Also, like the hammer joke, like when they're telling their backstories and then it cuts to like a hammer and it just used to be a wrench and now it's a hammer. That should make me laugh. I'll admit it. Hmm. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. I wanted to say, um, I think this movie visually is like one of the best, like practically, like one of the, some of the best practical effects I've seen, like makeup and things like that. I think it's really good, but I think like every other aspect, it's like as bad, if not worse, than Cable Guy. <laughs> and I'm not joking. No, I I find the comedy and the acting so bad in this movie. The this milk- is like the unfunniest movie I've ever seen. The Milkman seems funny. It's so stupid. It's like this. It's like someone like they watch like a Monty Python movie and like, oh yeah, I get it. And then they tried to do it, but they're not smart. What about what it's about uh, what about the best character, Stewie Gluck? Oh my god, so, the so yeah. <laughs> and he gets the fucking scene where he gets thrown out of every door. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think. There, I think like majority of the jokes are really bad, but I think there's some really good ones in there. I also yeah. find the. I find the corporate guys also to just be funny, especially the main guy who's also. Oh, I loved when he was like raising their hands with the little string. Yeah, and, and the fucking smile that the one guy does. Mm-hmm. For me, this feels so much like an Adam Sandler movie. What? Adam like, all Sandler. These jokes, like, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler would make jokes. Adam, I don't think Adam Sandler could do this if he tried. Adam Sandler would never be able to make something like this. Adam Sandler does not have the um guts to risk his fortune on doing something like this yeah i, I don't exactly. mean like the special effects but i mean like some of the jokes like in the style it just feels very like oh ha ha i don't even I get think it. so because this is very like i'd say it's really like aggressive and like cartoony and like slapsticky which isn't really what adam yeah, sandler maybe not adam sandler maybe more i know i know what it is when i said monty python i was thinking of a airplane it's just airplane but like it, no special effects it's, and stupid the airplane is like so much better than this. That's what I'm saying. He's trying to be airplane but failing, but it has good special effects. Do you think Alex Winter was bullied when he was in school? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, that's that's like that's not even like, you don't even have to ask that question. It's just like it's just like obviously yes. Also, like I just want to uh, at the end of this thing, it'll somehow tie into Repo Man. But basically, what happened? The story behind the scenes was. Uh, the head. So this was funded by 20th Century Fox, I'm pretty sure. And then, of course, uh, as you, what usually happens in these kind of stories, like during post production, like the head of the studio changed, and then he saw the movie and he fucking hated it. And then they had a disastrous test screening, so the post production budget was like fucking like cut so much. And the original <laughs> idea was that they were gonna, the soundtrack was going to be done by a bunch of different artists, and one of the songs which ended up being recorded but is not in the final film was one by Iggy Pop. Uh, it exists somewhere out there. Of good time fame. Uh, but that, but because of the production cuts, that didn't make it in. Although, one song that didn't make it in is that there's like a Parliament Funkadelic song. Yeah, there's a yeah. Parliament Funkadelic song. There's a Henry Rollins And track. all of them are original, like, made for the movie. Yeah. There's, 
Was sweet was Sweatloaf or no Sweatloaf was not originally made for this. No, 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 not not Sweatloaf, but like there are like some songs that were made. I'm looking now. This movie had a budget budget of twelve million dollars and in the box office made less than thirty thousand. Yeah, because they didn't serve that twelve million dollars. <laughs> because what happened was because like the head of stu- studio hated it, he just dumped it on VHS. This had like I'm pretty sure this had no theatrical one run whatsoever. Oh, it was fuck Alex Winter. <laughs> I think I Alex Winter is one of the worst fucking aspects of this movie. I like I I can't ha- he's like Jim Carrey where I just can't handle his facial expressions he's making. <laughs> it just makes me too fucking uncomfortable. Like the bit where he like dresses up as like a, a burn victim and then like tries to like, get with this woman it's so like oh my stupid oh my. i would say the only th- the thing i the thing whenever i see these kind of movies like cable guy and freak it's like it's it's like the the only person who does this type of movie good is terry gilliam yeah like he's the only one who could pull it off and he like did i don't I know Monty like python or did i say Monty <laughs> that's not you good but like i like the, nobody else can like do it well you know what I mean? Nobody else can like. They don't know yeah. how to balance it. I still feel like this is it's a very... all gag and no like substance. I feel like I hate this. I might be stupid for saying this, but I feel like this is the best version of this movie that could have been. Because I feel like this movie no. is very much. I feel no, because I feel like this movie is very much of its time of like early '90s sort of like MTV. Like that sort of humor and style. Yeah, I, I agree with. I I don't agree with. Like, I like, agree that this movie's of its time, but like, I don't think it's like as good as it could have been. Like, like yeah, I like like I said, lost potential. Like I said, if this movie was just directed by Terry Gilliam, think about how amazing it would be. When when I say that, I just mean I can't see this movie sort of being made with the same actors and everything, and not having the bad like humor or writing. Yeah, or, definitely. Like, yeah, I, I I very much like. Even though I don't like I, Alex Winter, I can very much like tell that this is like even after seeing like episodes of Idiot Box, even though they're fucking bad, I can very much tell this is like his sort of vision like for the movie. And I I just feel like even though I wish it was better, and I wish the wasn't, wasn't, I wish the writing wasn't this fucking bad. I feel like this kind of is like the best version that could have been in the circumstances. I guess. Maybe. Well, I, I should have. <laughs> I I don't know. I honestly do think, like, after watching this, it makes so much sense why Alex Winter did the Smosh movie. Yeah. And, and I think Alex and Winter... Yeah, he did do Ben 10. Honestly, I think Alex Winter just was, like, born too early and should have been, like, a, like, Vine star. <laughs> he would have been a millionaire of Vines if he was just born in the right generation. He needed a different medium. He already is a millionaire. Is he though? Phil and Ted money, man. Oh yeah, that's true. And then the new one. His net worth, uh, even though it is a net worth, it's eight million. Oh okay. I think it's just the Smosh movie money. If I'm being honest. (laughs) He's just making bang. The Smosh movie go up. (laughs) I hate this movie so much. You hate this movie? Wait. Oh no, the only one you liked is Brick. So the only movie you liked out of these four. What do you mean? You like Cable Guy? He likes Cable Guy. I liked it, yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't think you can like oh, Cable Guy. Wait, 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 wait. Did anybody hear like a gust of wind? No. <laughs> no? I heard a gust of wind. It kind of sounded like Callum. And it kind of sounded like he was saying like something to do with Cable Guy and him liking it. 
Did anybody hear that? So wait, the, the, the... No, I didn't hear Callum say the words like in cable guy unless the word like don't was in there. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait if I'm if I'm if I'm Nara <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> wait, what are you but talking about, here, Callum? This is this is fine are here, you trying to start a bit there. now, Callum? Are you trying to start some what? kind of bit where you're Nara and Nara's Callum? Uh, are you trying to start this, this bit? This is, a, this, is, this is the worst podcast we've ever done. This is literally like a bit you would see in Freaks. This is literally... I thought, oh I thought this was going to be like a more controversial episode, but it wasn't. We all just like kind of agreed and just like went our separate ways. What do you, what do you mean? We didn't it would be controversial. No, when I said like I didn't like Repo Man, I thought you guys were like, what? But no, you, you, you get why. <laughs> Same thing with this. I hate this movie. Well, no, we like didn't want to fight you because you like Cable Guy, and we knew you would have bad opinions. Yeah, <laughs> no, we didn't. Because you've only seen four movies. <laughs> you only seen four movies in your entire life. Oh, fun fact about Freaked: the production designer for Freaked is Catherine Hardwick, who also directed Twilight. I forgot about that one. How do you know that? Because I looked saying. it up. Because I saw her name in the credits, and I was like, "Oh, I know that name." And then I looked it up, and she directed Twilight. That's insane. <laughs> All, it's like it's like all like paths of like celebrities like cross at freaks. He also directed Lords of Dogtown and Thirteen, also great movies. I I feel like I don't know. I think I I think this movie does have rewatch value for me, just purely based off the visual looks and like the practical effects alone. This is the kind of thing I'd put on if I'm like animating something and then i just need to like have something else to stimulate like my brain or something while i'm animating because i like listen to podcasts and like Mm -hmm. watch some movies like i i would never watch sit down and watch this movie again yeah Yeah, i don't see myself turning it on and just kind of looking at it for a few minutes Mm -hmm. like you don't need to watch this movie you can just like look at the animated parts or like the the special effects yeah yeah i agree but but that's still like a lot of the movie is just like special effects yeah like even like this like small thing, but I love when he gets mad after like the Shakespeare thing he does, and then he rips off the guy's head. I love the effect when he like throws it at the screen and just like the blood splatters like everywhere. I think that looks cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That is I, cool. Just I like I can't. I don't think I can love this movie. You guys want to do ratings? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it. One and a half, closer to a one. Hmm, it, it's it's difficult. It, it's difficult for me, which is why I didn't give it a rating when I first watched it. I think, I think I'll give it like a two and a half or a three. Mm-hmm. It, it, it'll, it'll depend on the day. So either a two and a half or a three. I'll go then. Uh, I don't know. Like a like a zero. I just hate this movie. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> put, like put the co- put these costumes in like a in like an art gallery. These don't need to be here. <laughs> it's like the only yeah, thing about this, this doesn't movie need to all. be a movie. This doesn't need to be a movie. This whole movie is just Alex Winter going. You like that joke? Uh huh. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I Alex feel Winter. like Alex Alex Winter seems like. He is like in middle school. <laughs> he never hire a hitman to get Alex Winter. <laughs> he never <laughs> left middle school. Like literally, that's what it seems like. Anyway, give this movie a like two and a half, three. Also, because it's like 
I think it looks cool. I really think it does. Mm-hmm. I think there's like a couple good gags in there. Yeah. But I also think there's all all the like good things are promptly undercut by really shitty things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I guess that was the episode. Our probably our best know. episode to date. Our best, best episode. episode to date. Best and shortest, actually. <laughs> is it actually the oh shortest? Yeah, one sixteen. Yeah. Plus, probably like minus like two minutes. I think this is kind of the pocket we want to be in for future episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because we we definitely have left to less to say about like about like Cable Guy. Then we do like an actually good movie. Then maybe don't recommend movies like Cable Guy. Yeah, Calvin. Sorry, Luca. Who was the one who recommended Alex Winter going? Uh, uh, you got that <laughs> joke? Uh? I don't who recommend that. that movie. I don't. Regret yeah, it, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I don't regret it. You? I don't regret it. Do you regret recommending Cable Guy? I like that movie. Well, I say. guess we should say our recommendations for next week. So yeah, next we week. Uh, wait. Oh, is we're next doing week, next week. Next week, Nara isn't on the podcast anymore. So. <laughs> if you if you were here for that, well. Um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next week we're doing kids movies, and yeah. my recommendation for next week is the Lego Movie. One of the greatest. My, rec- my recommendation is the SpongeBob Movie, the first one, not the new one. Not the one with Keanu. <laughs> no, the one with David Hasselhoff. Is the Keanu one even out? Even out yet? I don't know. Uh, and I'm recommending Paddington too. <laughs> Which is obviously the best out of the other. I, hate, I, I don't know why. I just want to hate this movie. What the fuck? Is wrong with you? So, I, I have, have you? I don't, I don't know a single thing about list? it. I just don't. I just don't want to like that movie. What the? Fuck? Have you? Literally, Callum hates my good movies only list on the <laughs> Oh yeah, because Callum will never watch Fast and Furious, and Callum hates Paddington. I haven't even seen it. I just. I don't hate it. I just don't want to like it. Cause I'm why? Really, I just don't I want it. I watched it with my dad, and he loved it. Everyone loves it. Dad, see now, is... now there's tension going into next week. I watched it. I made my film class watch it before winter break one day. Everybody loved it. Mr. Johnson liked it so much that he made his kids watch it. See, that's a legendary film. All right, guys. <laughs> Goodbye, I guess. Is the this podcast. the end? Yeah, this, yeah. The, this is the abrupt is end. The end. Hi, it's Emmanuel. I just wanted to like say, hey everybody, I'm going to play a little snippet for me and Calm's upcoming album. I hope you enjoy it. And yeah, Calm really killed it with the bars in this one. Take both and a good news research. She's not my dick, it's a basic teaser.